0: Hello friends, welcome to another episode of WFS The Will Ford Show and Alec Bell is back. Do a lot of analysis before the draft every year and this year I think I got I think I think got a little lazy pal because um, we didn't do our draft game. We didn't really do our whole like you know draft activities that we normally do but how you doing pal?
1: Good. I usually work up about 5 to 10 mock drafts. Yeah and same. Always have like uh Positional rankings. I was just telling you that earlier today. I'm like, I don't really know anybody because <laughs> I worked all what basically draft season I worked and then yeah. came home. I was super tired. Did this seem
0: like an underwhelming draft like yeah. for you? Like, not only watching it, but just like beforehand?
1: Yeah, which is weird because this is the draft that the Steelers needed a quarterback. So you'd think I'd be like, all hype and ready but also a very underwhelming quarterback class
0: so what did you okay so I guess we'll just jump right to that then what did you think
1: about the Steelers grabbing Kenny Pickett I figured it was between Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett and what sucks and what the Steelers probably didn't know is whoever they didn't take was following to the third round anyway yeah So,
0: I mean I guess well it makes you wonder could they have used their first round draft pick on someone else and then taken Pickett in the second round? Because because if Malik because Malik Willis was that other was the other guy that was talked about going first round, and so it was and, and Pickett with was. Malik
1: Willis, he was pure upside. Whereas Kenny Pickett was pro ready; he was ready to play day one. Whereas Malik Willis, it would take him a year, maybe two, before he was
0: even ready. So you, so you think Kenny Pickett could walk in? today and and start yeah so you think he would beat out mitch trubisky
1: he said uh what's his name uh tomlin even said that uh pickett has like um uh he can't start this year it's going to be a qb battle between him and trubisky and mason rudolph but he's sure sure nah.
0: well kenny if there was ever a situation for any of these quarterbacks to go to it's definitely pittsburgh because you've got a coach who's never had a losing season, Uh, a great defense, Najee Harris, good receivers. Uh, The offensive line's, like, okay, Um, but he's mobile, and, like, he can – I think he can make up for that, just with his athleticism. But if there's ever a situation that he could have gone to, Pittsburgh is probably the best one for Pickett.
1: Yeah, and that's why I kind of – and what I was – I forget who I was talking to – but I, I was saying what kind of sucks is if he doesn't start this year and they do want to put Trubisky starting, then you're looking at his first pro season, he's 25 years old. And that's, that's like the, the only yeah, downside. That's the, I
0: think that was one of the knocks that like yeah. dropped him down was that he was already – pl- he was playing well in college against guys who were three or four years younger than him. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like – is he really that good or is it just because he's he's older and more experienced than these other guys that are playing? So I understand that, yeah.
1: He also had I actually kind of want to get into this real quick because I'm curious to hear your opinion. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, I forget his first name, the Addison, the receiver from Pitt. He was the is it the uh, Blitbikoff, the best wide receiver?
0: Uh yes, Blitnikoff is the he best won the receiver. Blitnikoff Award,
1: and because he was Pickett's wide receiver, he transferred to USC yesterday because he got a three million dollar NIL deal from them, plus like a mansion house or whatever from them also or something from their boosters. What? I swear you can Did look you it up. What? Yeah, it's, boosters. Paying... I know. That's so why I was like the USC boosters. I'm like okay, but that's the whole reason why he transferred.
0: So are you wondering how I feel about yeah that specifically or the idea that athletes can now receive money from colleges to go there?
1: Both. Out, yeah. well, my, my whole thing was I agree. I think um, you can pay the athletes for their name. So like if Nike wanted to – endorse an athlete to wear their shoes like okay yeah sure but yeah
0: that's different but i don't, I don't think, think i don't think a college I mean, should be able i don't just, think a,
1: yeah alabama could say hey here's a million dollars if you come play here
0: which i feel like that's been happening anyways and now it's just legal you know what i mean yeah, it really has been It like, like college basketball it happened all the time oh yeah and now it, it now it can happen for real and you don't even have to hide it
1: uh, but in like I agree. I mean, if they were if it was just like an endorsement thing like
0: that's what I feel like it should be like the NCAA if the NCAA uses their likeness for an ad like or something like that, then they should pay them. But I don't think they should give power to schools to use money as a recruiting tool, because then I mean, there was already no parity in college football. Like it was always like your Alabama's, Ohio State's, Georgia's, Clemson's at the top of division one, right? Yeah. All of those schools. And now it's going to be even more so the case because they can use their money, the money that they they have way more money than some of these other division one schools that are like a tier down, Mm -hmm. these uh, power five schools, and there will never be any competition Or at least consistent competition because now these schools have an even bigger advantage.
1: Yeah, that's something to think about, but neither here nor there. This is NFL draft talk. Yeah. But But, going on, Addison, probably first-round receiver next year.
0: Potentially, yeah, because they, they brought in that Oklahoma quarterback who everyone thinks is going to go probably Connor. number one next year. What's that? Did
1: Connor Williams said his
0: name. I, I I forget his name. I don't really know him that well. He's the guy that replaced Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure Bryce Young will be up there as well as mm-hmm. a highly touted quarterback, depending on the draft order he next year. Um, were you surprised by the Jags taking Trayvon Walker yes. over A. Well, no,
1: but I don't think it was a good idea. I, I agree with you. I think they could have traded back to six or seven, and still would have had the ability to take him. Or at I mean, worst,
0: you get, or well, no, you would have had to have trade back to like four to get Thibodeau. Yeah, but, but if you want, if you wanted to trade back, you could have traded back and maybe landed him because maybe the Giants liked Walker better, or yeah, maybe they liked Walker better, and they would have taken him at five, at five I, and then you could have gotten Thibodeau.
1: I saw a tweet, and it was like. Man, this draft was crazy. One day someone woke up and just randomly put Trayvon Walker as the number one player in their mock draft. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know where I
0: don't know that where that bad. I don't know where that came from because I also kind of just woke up and I was just like, why am I seeing all of this Trayvon Walker stuff too?
1: Well, it's because uh Khan kind of tipped his cap and said he wants uh Trayvon Walker while not con um Balky. Jack's GM said he wants uh Walker, but um Khan, their owner, wanted Hutchison. So
0: Yeah, and Doug Peterson tried to play it off like there was never a split decision on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, I, I I wonder I do have a slight concern about Aiden Hutchinson's Hutchinson though. My only concern is that he played alongside uh Ajabo.
1: Which and, some people even said that Ajabo was better than Hutchinson, some, sometimes.
0: Yeah, and so I don't know. I don't know why he did. He have injuries? Is that why he slipped to like mid second? Oh, he tore his ACL. Yeah. Okay. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay.
1: Combine.
0: That's what I thought. That's why I thought he slipped because I thought they were talking about him as potentially being a higher, you know, draft pick than Hutchinson yeah, you, at different. You know points. where
1: he freaking went? Job and went to the freaking Ravens. Yeah, yeah. I know.
0: Well, I think the Perfect Ravens. Are, yeah. The Ravens, I think, might be. Like they're a team that's already good, but they might be the biggest winners of the draft, yeah, because they got yeah. Kyle Hamilton, who's like the second best prospect in the draft, to safety position, they got and the needs. best
1: interior lineman,
0: yes, Linderbaum. And they
1: got potentially
0: they got a job, it was
1: a top five uh player in the draft before he got hurt. Which once he comes back, I think
0: he'll at, be good at worst. He a job would have been a top 10 pick if he yeah. wasn't hurt, so. The Ravens got better. Now, the only issue is is they have absolutely no receivers because yep, they traded Marquise Brown away. But, you know, I, you figure it out, I guess. They'll probably go to free agency, bring in. Well, they also got
1: like a 6'8, 350 uh, pound um, offensive tackle.
0: Did they actually? Yeah. Well, offensive line was a bit of a problem for them last year because they traded Orlando Brown. They also
1: drafted two tight ends in the fourth round. Dang. They Why do had... they
0: draft tight ends so heavily? Because they drafted Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews back-to-back. They,
1: like, back. they had so many picks this draft. They had six fourth-rounders. Cowboys had uh, four fifth-rounders. We didn't have any fifth-rounders. We always have like just one or two each round because we don't trade it much.
0: Yeah, that's... Lions jets and giants i think are also winners of the draft especially like in the first couple of rounds because the lions got uh obviously hutchinson then they traded up for jameson williams which i didn't think they were gonna i didn't think they were gonna take a receiver in the first round so they got jameson williams who a lot of people thinks the best receiver in the draft minus the injury and then they didn't they also have another first round pick
1: um no, but they took a potential first rounder in Josh Pascal. Like I mean I need to he see went in, he went in mid four mid second.
0: Yeah, you're right. I was thinking that they had another pick, but um yeah, you get Hutchinson and Jamison Williams, unbelievable. The Giants got Kayvon Thibodeau and then Evan Neal at five and seven. That's a and huge Jackson. upgrade.
1: Very fast, uh, very quick receiver. Mm-hmm.
0: The Jets also did great. Sauce Gardner at corner, Garrett Wilson at receiver, and then Jermaine Johnson at pick twenty six. Who fr- uh, he fell uh, really far. A lot of people thought he was going to be, you know, in like the eight to fifteen range. He fell to twenty six, and then in the second round, uh, they got that running back Brees Hall from. Uh, Iowa Which State. I didn't
1: like. They have Michael Carter.
0: Yeah, but Michael Carter is not a three-down back. So um, Brees Hall, I think they view Brees Hall as a, as a three-down back, and then you can have Michael Carter as your change of pace back. You bring him in.
1: I like it. I would have probably went secondary again, maybe or maybe. Well, oh, they do have a good O line. They did end up getting Jeremy Ruckert, which is good.
0: Yeah, Jeremy Ruckert was the was the top rated tight end.
1: But I don't know, that oh no, never mind. I'm thinking the uh the Jaguars ended up taking that linebacker. Floyd, Devin Floyd is that his name? Uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Devin Devin Lloyd. Devin
0: Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. Same thing. I knew who you were talking about.
1: Which they said that was a steal at Number twenty. Yeah, I'm
0: surprised he he fell that far too.
1: Well, the linebacker class wasn't like anything phenomenal this year. It was all about edge receivers
0: and D line and like offensive line at, at in the top ten.
1: Yeah, O line in the top, and then it kind of. Which I'm
0: happy with Tyler Smith from Tulsa for the Cowboys at 24. I know he's a very injury prone offensive t- or not injury prone penalty prone offensive tackle. But he straight up bullies people, and last year uh, he only allowed two sacks. Oh. So I think, I mean, it, it's we needed it because Lyle Collins is gone. I think he can also play guard. So we drafted another tackle. We can we could potentially replace Connor Williams and and then
1: Lyle okay, Collins with those two guys. What did you draft, Connor Williams as? We he was an offensive
0: tackle in the draft, but we drafted him to play guard because of his short arms.
1: And is that what you're doing with Tyler Smith here? Draft him as offensive tackle to play at guard?
0: Potentially, it just depends on where he fits. Out? Well, I don't know if, but if he, but listen, Lyle Collins, we drafted him and he played guard initially, and then we moved him to right tackle. Yes. So, and Lyle Collins is really good. But I think he came into the draft as a as a tackle. We moved him. We moved him to guard because he had experience there, and then back to tackle once whoever left. I don't know.
1: And then you guys picked up Jake Ferguson.
0: He's kind of exactly like Dalton Schultz, like a possession tight end who's unathletic and can block. I feel like that's our MO. It's like Jason Witten, Dalton Schultz, and now this guy.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Jalen Tolbert. It says USA, but I think that's Southern Alabama.
0: Right? It is Southern Alabama, yes. So I thought, I'm
1: like USA. What was it?
0: The College of America.
1: Well he's a he's one of the quick ones, isn't
0: he? Uh yeah, I believe so. I don't know too much about him, but apparently he was the number one receiver like his entire time there. Mm-hmm. So um he's used to having a lot of targets. But he does tend to have concentration drops, kind of like C.D. Lamb did his rookie year. Amari Cooper has had seasons like that where he just gets the drops. But I mean, it's it's depth at least, so I'm happy with it.
1: Okay, Samori Torre. Is it? Were you talking Samori Torre? Is that what you said? What? The Indiana receiver. No. Um, Hi, Fryfogle. that. Wow, that was so far off. Um, Chiefs basically replace Tyreek Hill with Sky Moore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The field. Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm just going through some. Oh, and George Karloftis. Very good. And Trent McDuffie. Yeah, they had a really really good good draft. They did. I'm just going through and they had a lot of picks, too. They had the second most picks in the draft, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Chiefs had a very good draft. Raiders, they barely... Raiders didn't have... I mean, their first pick was in the third round, and then they only had six picks. Really didn't have much. Same thing with with the Rams. They
0: didn't have a pick until the third round, which, by the way, the Rams clowned the Patriots for taking um, that. that offensive guard. Um,
1: Yeah, but that's one of those things where that guard's going to end up becoming a freaking all-pro just because Belichick is... Yeah, but why?
0: Everyone else had him graded as a third-round prospect. Why take him in the
1: first? Uh, You know how people are. They also traded up in the second round of the draft a fourth-round graded wide receiver. Yep. Um, Which I don't know why
0: Belichick cannot draft receivers to save his life.
1: Chargers stack the O-line yet again and then take Isaiah Spiller, which will be a nice uh, complimentary back to – I also,
0: I also like what the Saints did trading up for Chris Olave and then you get an offensive tackle at 19, Trevor Penning. I feel like they were the team, though, that kind of would determine what Pittsburgh would do like because I, I felt like the Saints were on the fence about a quarterback.
1: Well, I don't know because – they have Jamison. They had two rounds to select Malik Willis, and they had so many picks in between, and they never did.
0: That's true. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Um, how about the Titans trading away AJ Brown?
1: Well, that's one of those things where they didn't want to, but their handle's being forced into doing.
0: Well, you know what they offered him as a as a contract per year? What? Um, well, Tyreek Hill is making like thirty, right? And uh, which just ridiculous. And like Devontae Adams is making like twenty-eight or like whatever it is. So it's like twenty-five to thirty million dollars a year is what these top receivers are getting. They offered him sixteen.
1: Well, I don't think he's worth that much. Like twenty, I don't. I don't, I don't either. I don't think any of these
0: receivers are. What did fair. he end up
1: getting? Four, five years, hundred.
0: Five years, a hundred million or hundred plus million from the Eagles. That's, which for the eagles though i feel like that's fine because they cannot draft receivers either so they kind of needed a proven guy so i think it was i think it's worth the overpay if you're getting a proven receiver
1: and they didn't really they gave up what, a first and a third which yeah i mean you're basically supplementing that first round pick which you would have drafted a receiver regardless for right. one you already know aj brown but that being said AJ Brown, he's not. I don't really think he's this, like all-pro receiver. I mean, Pro Bowl caliber. Yeah, I don't think he's this like. Sp- he's definitely not up there with Tyree Kill, Take no. Adams, no. I them.
0: No, but I mean, but he's still really good though, and he is better than any of these receivers are in the draft. We don't know how good these receivers can be, so sometimes it's better to go with the guy you know is proven than to draft a guy you don't yeah and they remember the eagles passed on justin jefferson and took
1: jalen rager jalen
0: rager and look how that turned out so i think they were kind they're of tired of that i think they're, they did they, hit on Devonte smith they did they did but in general i think they just decided to go with the beast they know but to be able to get that defensive tackle jordan davis at the same time yeah pretty solid now He is not a pass rusher at all, though. He actually gives terrible effort in the in pass rush. There was a video they they put out, and I mean, he's just like standing there.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so I mean,
1: he doesn't have the stamina to be be a three down D lineman.
0: Yeah, I yeah probably not. He probably does not, which makes sense. So
1: I'm looking at the Seahawks draft. That really kind of doesn't make much sense. They drafted another running back. Draft an offensive lineman when Russell Wilson has been begging for offensive line help. Yeah. So take three cornerbacks, which I mean I don't I, know what their
0: cornerback room is like, so
1: I just lost everything.
0: But Charles Cross is a a great pickup at tackle.
1: Oh, I think so too. But they didn't take they didn't take one cornerback. You had you had three chances to take even someone like malik willis even i don't know matt corral sam howell something someone along the lines yeah
0: well what i found really interesting is that desmond ritter went before malik willis
1: see that's a tough one because he's more pro ready than malik willis and i feel that if needed, he could replace Marcus Mariota midseason. You know what I mean? I think Desmond Ritter could probably start week one over Mariota. That's also a possibility. But whereas Malik Willis, he's taken at least one year, maybe two. And, I mean, is he going to – Tannehill and Malik Willis completely opposite. Oh, I,
0: I agree, but I know, I know why Tennessee did it. Tennessee traded up to get Malik Willis because – They can't afford to cut Ryan Tannehill this year. He would cost too much. But next year, after next season, it would be significantly cheaper. I don't know the number. I don't have it in front of me. But it would be significantly cheaper to cut him. And then you have Malik Willis on a third-round rookie contract paying him virtually nothing. So Um, you you have a a quarterback with tremendous upside. Yes, he's a project, but he's got good upside.
1: Strongest arm in the draft.
0: Without a doubt. And you, yes, you're going to have to rebuild your offense around him because Derrick Henry is obviously a power back, and and your and your offense is mostly a running offense. But you can kind of shape your offense to become more West Coast style with Willis with his mobility, his arm strength.
1: They, yeah, I think they had a very good draft. They, um...
0: they got, they still got Traylon Burks and. And uh replaced A. J. Brown, and they drafted another receiver too, didn't they?
1: Kyle Phillips
0: Yeah, and then they have Robert Woods, so I think Tennessee is actually going to be fine.
1: They also got uh, Roger McCreary, who some people had in the first, who slipped into the second. who Roger McCreary, the Auburn man
0: oh a corner he's a, he's a okay. corner, not a receiver. Did I say receiver? yeah, I thought that yeah, no. that's why no, I was I like,
1: thought- who. They took that Ohio State offensive tackle, but doesn't their O-line suck? Who? Ohio State.
0: You Typically, their offensive linemen actually don't perform that well in the NFL. I think the only ones that I can think of are like Taylor Decker and... Uh, it's
1: a, hold on. We only have 10 minutes of meeting time. Last.
0: I also saw that. That's weird. I've never had that happen to me before on here.
1: I haven't either. Okay. So, here's what I'm going to do. Okay, so I want you each day give me like your biggest uh steal and your biggest bust. What you think will be?
0: Okay. So from day 1, day 2, day 3.
1: Yep. You know, you know the rounds, right?
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Um so my biggest steal on day 1, I think it has to be The Ravens landing Kyle Hamilton at 14 just because he was the second highest rated player in the draft. But for the Ravens to kind of just stand pat because there there were a few teams that did need a safety for them to just stand pat and just sit there at 14 and just let him fall to them. Really, really good job by them just staying patient. Biggest bust of the first round. I don't think he's going to be a bust in terms of his long-term career but drake london in atlanta i think will struggle in year one
1: so you think he's not going to live up to where he was drafted
0: not in year one because i don't love mariota and desmond ritter he was drafted third round for a reason Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying like russell wilson was a third round pick and dak was a fourth round pick and obviously brady was a sixth round pick like obviously these quarterbacks can turn out to be good but I don't think he's going to live up to being the first receiver taken off the board reputation. Like I think Garrett Wilson will do well because Zach Wilson's got a, a strong arm and he improved throughout the year. Traylon Burks is going to do solid with Ryan Tannehill because Ryan Tannehill does throw an accurate ball. Chris Olave is a vertical threat and Jameis Winston knows how to sling it deep. So I, I think there are other, I think most of the receivers in round one are going to outperform him simply because of quarterback play.
1: But Steele, I think Jermaine Johnson is going to be a bu- or beast, a bust. I think Jordan Davis is going to be a bust just because like we stamina, stamina is I think his want to be out there. Isn't really quite there. And he's also um, fighting for time with uh, what's his name? He's got Fletcher Cox in the interior D-line, and he has um, Javon Hargrave also. So he's not really going to be – he's right now probably third on the depth chart, which honestly might even benefit him. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, anyway, six minutes. Move on. Your turn.
0: Okay, rounds two and three. Uh, My biggest deal uh, on day two, I think it's the Ravens again with David Ajabo. I mean, I, I know he's injured. I know he got hurt in the combine, but for a guy that was graded as potentially a top 10 or 15 pick for the Ravens to land him in the second round, that's a steal. And then uh biggest bust of day two is going to be Kenneth Walker uh, for the Seahawks running back from Michigan state, because I don't, I just don't see how he's going to play over Chris Carson. Rashad Penny has had his moments. I don't, I don't see a need for him in, in that offense. And I, so I don't, I don't know why they took him and I just don't think he's going to really do much because they're not a running offense. Anyways, they might become that now with drew lock, but yeah.
1: All right. Mine is steal Desmond Ritter, get him in the third round to maybe even battle out of camp with Marcus Mariota, even have the potential to, uh, who knows, be your future quarterback uh bus I'm gonna go with Sam Williams of the Cowboys you're drafting him with um off the field issues already I mean
0: no I agree I know that I, that was that was my second pick
1: I don't know I mean you Cowboys and they off the field issue players sometimes it does turn out but like didn't you draft Robert and or no who did you have it was I knew it was Randy Gregory but there was someone else can't think of it anyway moving on give me two steals of the last day because it's kind of hard to say who's going to bust
0: honorable mention steal from day two would be uh bernard raymond offensive tackle from central michigan because i saw a lot of mock drafts with him going in round one and he was drafted in round three um day three you're gonna like this one it's kind of a joke but not really round six the buffalo bills Matt Ariaza or Arazia, however that's, you say his last punter, name, that's the punter, correct? Punter from San Diego State, the yeah. field flipper. I mean, he punts like eighty the yards. Stud, yeah. So that's my steal. I think he. I, I'm surprised he didn't go earlier than round six. I don't even think he was the first punter taken off the board, which is
1: crazy. No, he wasn't. I I forget who it was. I think there was a punter to. I don't know. Anyway, your second one.
0: My last steal is going to be. Damon Clark, linebacker from LSU to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he was actually projected to go on day late day one or early day two, but he had spinal fusion surgery on his neck. He's expected to make a full recovery, but tremendous upside and speed as a linebacker. And so I think, you know, eventually he won't play this year, but I think in the future, he'll be a really good player for
1: Dallas. Okay. My Steel is fifth round, Khalil Shakir, wide receiver from Boise State, went to Buffalo, mm-hmm. which is perfect for him.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a good one. That's a really play good alongside
1: one. with that. He's also he's a speedster. He's got the uh, the cannon from Josh Allen. Play. He'll probably probably be like the. He's not. I don't think he'll play the slots. They still a Beasley, right? Or no, Beasley.
0: Beasley is a free agent. He has not so been signed.
1: So they do have okay. Gabriel
0: Davis though.
1: Does I give it a... so, yeah. He he. Basically, they said he was like the starter for like the number one there for the past two years. Anyway,
0: sixty seconds.
1: Yep. Oh, and he was also like projected to go like late two, early three round number two. Kobe Bryant <laughs> <laughs> from uh, went cornerback to Seattle. He was projected as early as like early second rounder. So. To get him, very beginning of day four or day four, day three, round four. I think the Seahawks uh, did really good there.
0: Amazing. All right. Well, thanks, Pal, for joining the show, doing some draft analysis, and uh, appreciate it, dog.
1: Of course, anytime.
0: Sick. Okay, we still have time to spare. Woo! I, Less I than know... one minute. It. Yeah, they're not doing a countdown on it. I don't know why, but. I don't know if it's just going to cut the meeting off or if it stops the recording.
1: Oh, before you go...